Yo, 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 what is good, everybody? Welcome back. This is Mount Draftmore. I'm Benjamin, and I'm joined by Dylan and Matt. We are here to conclude our questions draft that we started last week. We graced you with an hour of thoughtful questions last week, and we thought, let's just split this into two episodes. Double the pleasure, double the fun, babies. <laughs> and today we're going to bring you our last two picks each, respectively. That is six more questions for you to ponder and try to answer. And then, of course, you can let us know what you thought about the questions, what your answers were to these questions. Uh, also, a reminder, if you didn't send us your dreams to mountdraftmore at gmail.com, send them. We'll read them on, on an upcoming podcast. That's a fun time. Maybe we'll even interpret them. May, yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll try to interpret them from our non-professional point of view. Uh, but we've got some rounds to get into. We don't want to waste a whole bunch of your time. Round three. And I have the first pick of the third round. And I think y'all went with big questions uh, for your first two questions. And I kind of kept it a little light. But I think I'm actually going to go with a little more challenging question. A little more meat. A little more meat. The question being... Did we invent math or did we discover math? Oh, man. I'd say discover math uh, because, like, the, the universe just tends to work mathematically, at least what we've discovered so far. Uh, and, and, or, or the other, the other thing is math is just a language to interpret how the universe works. And you could interpret it different ways, but math is one way to interpret it. Man. Yeah, like all the, the, s- the specifics of different kinds of math, too. Not just like algebra, like geometry, trigonometry, calculus, like quadratic equations, like y equals mx plus b. Like how, why, does that, why is that what it is? And it so happens to work out. But then also, there are no right angles in nature. How? Yeah. Man. <laughs> this got me stumped a little bit here. And aren't there times where math that is like defined here with us, when you go elsewhere, that math doesn't work? Like, what do you mean? Like, uh... I mean, like physics, for example. Physics functions off different principles of math, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. But there are areas in the universe where the laws of physics do not apply, which would mean the laws of math do not apply. I think in that case, then what happens is you just edit physics and then it applies. Like quantum quantum physics. But then are we creating the math? Because if you're saying we discovered it, then how could we edit a discovery? I think it kind of comes down to like, the best educated guess in a lot of these circumstances. But I, I don't know. This is how things work according to know, what we know so far, right? That's generally what math and physics and chemistry tends to be. This is how things work according to what we know or think thus far and uh, until we are disproven or proven something else. Although I think we did create math because think about the chemistry example is a good example of this. A lot of those elements we've created. That's true. Yeah, like the techniques that we use were invented by mathematicians. Right? Or did mathematicians just think of something and what they thought of was a discovery? I think the 
history of math is that they always had some way of quantifying and trying to explain the given reality in like a very discernible way. It's just evolved over time to being a very formulaic thing of like, all right, over the centuries, we understood that like, this is why this looks like this. And this is why this looks like this. And like from centuries of trying and failing, we've ended up with these given formulas and understandings. I think it, I think if anything, math is probably just a tons and tons of trial by error, but where does it originate? That is a good question. Mm -hmm. Like what's the first, what's the origin story? Yeah. Something that always riles grinds my gears is when people are like, how did those Egyptian build those pyramids? Well, Pyramid is a very strong shape, and they knew it was a strong shape because the Egyptians knew geometry, right? And so they practiced building pyramids over time and got better at geometry over time, right? Yeah, you have to figure there's probably definitely an element of, like, learned knowledge that's passed down generationally, right? Like, somebody at some point was like, I'm going to, I've been, I'm sick and tired of trying to build a structure that keeps falling down. Let me try a triangle. <laughs> and then it worked, you know? <laughs> but how they came up with that idea, I don't know. Was it original thought or was it something a little bit more cosmic in nature? Who knows? I My bet, though, is that on a different planet, given that the planet is similar to ours that and functions with the same rules that ours does, and the, given that we're in, you know same universe and it should apply that way then a lot of the the laws that we have in math will probably function the same way as well now that being said like some societies use like different types of math right different like base 10 or base 20 or whatever right and i don't know how that works at all that's beyond me but like some societies do math different but the end result is the same because that's just how the like universe works. But see, math was different before zero was invented or discovered. Because mm. Arabic mathematicians are the ones who discover or invent zero, and that fills in a lot of gaps and answers a lot of questions that mathematicians couldn't answer before that. So is that an invention or a discovery? Yeah, like or how, how is it or is it like I, or is it like hybrid between the two and it's like a development maybe yeah maybe it's the middle ground damn i don't know never thought i'd think so much about math i hate math i do too i really hate it no offense to those of you who love math but it's a great question it sucks hey yeah. math is like that universal language if aliens come down fuck your actual language they say it's all about math. Here's some quadratics. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, my next question. Man, I got a lot of a lot of ones to think about here. Um hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with uh one that's kind of a little, uh, little silly, but I often think this actually like, what does my dog think about 
Mm. You know, you ever think that? You ever look at your dog like, what is what is what is he thinking about, dude? All, all the time. Like, what's going on in his head? I don't know. Squirrel. Yeah, I know that it seems Funny. so simple, but maybe it's more complicated than that. Based on up, I'm gonna say the answer to that question is squirrel. Dude, when my dog is sleeping, it's so cute. Sometimes she'll boof and like move her paws, and it's very clear she probably just saw a squirrel or a bunny or something is running after it in her sleep. And sometimes she'll just thump her tail and wag it, and it's really clear that she probably like I just came home. And I think that's honestly what goes through her head most of the time. So what you're saying is your dog was dreaming. Yeah. So then why does your dog dream? It's process information. It comes back to my other question. Yeah, it goes back to your question. Mm-hmm. Like, why do we dream? Back to the answer. This is a connective tissue. Is it, pro- is it processing information? Processing memories? And feelings and emotions, yeah. Yeah. Desires? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because what does your desire, what does your dog desire most? But this is the thing is like walks. I was going to say food poops. I was going to say you come at home. That's what my dog desires most. Well, the dogs, dogs are very intelligent. And that's, this is the crazy thing. This is why I think about this is like my dog can understand commands. He can understand, he can be taught things. Like he recognizes the English language of what I'm saying and repetitive behaviors. So what does he think about? I don't know. Like obviously, basic, basic dog needs. You can also food, bowel movements, mm-hmm. right? Stimuli, mm-hmm. but able to comprehend multi-step directions in a language that he does not speak. He can also read facial gestures. Yeah, and he can. Dogs, dogs are service animals for a reason. They can comprehend human emotion as well as some service dogs are so like sophisticated they can tell you like hey you need to take your insulin shot at this point like what goes on in their brains like what's their consciousness like i don't know this is like kind of a deeper question but it's also just kind of fun to think about like what the hell does he think about you know, he sleeps 18 hours a day. What does he think about? <laughs> I feel like this question has connective tissue to both of your questions. Yeah. Why do we dream, but what happens after we die? Are dogs just people? Are they reincarnated people? And they are the close, like... Man's best friend for some humanity. Some cultures think that there is like a hierarchy in the reincarnation cycle, right? Yeah. There are some things that you come back as for certain reasons... But what if the dog is the closest reincarnation to people, which is why they are our best friends and why they are so able to connect with like things tied to us, to our society, yeah. to our actions, yeah. to our emotions that we otherwise kind of overlook? Yeah, like, I mean, think about it. Dogs are some of the first domesticated animals. Why? I don't know. In many ways, they evolved alongside us from wolves. Think about how vicious, like, early wolves would have been. Like, how the hell did you domesticate a wolf? It's because we we formed a partnership, dude, an evolutionary partnership. We worked well together. But dogs are very, tr- yeah, like, how are dogs so trustworthy and just, like, I don't know. That, again, what goes on up there? Besides, obviously, base level functions of, again, food, shelter, and stimuli. I mean, because we've developed, we've been developing those relationships in just slightly less time with cats, and they are so far, like they're so far away 
from dogs in the way they interact with us on a day-to-day basis. Oh, completely independent, yeah. They're also, I mean, yeah, but they evolve for different reasons too. Dogs evolved to work with us. Cats evolved to work kind of like as, what do you call it? Like a bonus, you know? Like, yeah, we'll, we'll clean up like your mess, like the mice and, and shit, as long as you leave us some food and give us like a warm place to sleep. But how is that different than a dog in the beginning? Dog is going to hunt with you and read your facial gestures to be able to hunt with you. Dog will work in a pack with both fellow dogs and you. That's the difference. The purpose is to go hunt together, not to like clean up your space. And is that just like biologically, like we've just been doing it with dogs longer? I know, but I get what you're saying 100%. But the first step, the first step with dogs and the first steps with cats doesn't feel like it would be that different like why are dog like why is the connection with the dog why is that symbiotic relationship with the dog as it is and why couldn't why didn't that same thing happen with cats why doesn't that happen with any other animal other than dogs again this goes back to what the hell is it what do they, what do they think about yeah yeah what do they think about I mean, I don't know. I still think it's it's pack behavior. Cats are not pack animals. Dogs are, and we are too in, in a lot of ways. And I think that we just functioned well together with wolves or whatever, and whatever descendant of wolves we uh, uh, like evolved alongside us. Also, I think that is the main answer. But also, uh, besides this, yeah, it's kind of connected, but tangential, which is uh, you ever just like look at your dog and be like, damn. This guy is like descends from like some of the most efficient killers of all time. He could murder me right now if he wanted to, but he <laughs> nah, doesn't. Dude, you could take your dog, and he just like licks my face. I think that all the time about my dog. I'm like, I could take you. If he really wanted to get me, I could take him. It would suck. It'd be brutal. But you just think about might like- die in the process. But you're dying with me, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Do you ever think about that though? Of like, this guy just sleeps all day. And yet he's supposed to be like descended from some of the most vicious animals of all time. See, I can't stop thinking about the pack thing that Dylan brought Mm. up because wolves function in packs. Yeah. Coyotes do not function in packs. They are an individual, like they are the canine species that functions isolated. Cats. Yeah. A lot of cats are solitary, but you also have cat packs. Lions, yeah, big cats function in a pack. So, I mean, pack pack mentality isn't isolated to just dogs, exclusive to just dogs. There are cats that demonstrate pack like behavior. So, where is the divide there? So, why didn't we form a relationship with like lions, for instance? Why, if we, if humans, if the cradle of life is in Africa, which anthropology suggests that it is. And that is the closest to lions. And also, there was a breed of American lion tens of thousands of years ago. Why didn't we formulate that same kind of pack relationship with pack-related cats as opposed to the dogs? Cats cats be crazy, though. Cats be fucking crazy. Yeah, but wild dogs be crazy. Wild dogs be crazy, too. But cats are, like, unpredictable killing mission like one minute they're playing with you the next they're like ripping your throat out with their claws on accident probably 
And I don't know. I think it's the unpredictable nature of cats. Like, I really do. You haven't owned a cat, but like... Whoa. Have you? Don't don't act like you know my whole life. Hold on. Oh, okay. I don't own a cat right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would right. never own a cat in my single or married life. I am sorry, Ben. I made a God mistake. God damn it. D- did you I also cat? owned a snapping turtle. And <laughs> I think I owned some frogs, too. Definitely some fish. Wait, but did you own a cat? A hamster. Have cats in the family. Okay. So you know what a cat's like. Yeah, I hate them. They're crazy. They're fucking... That's ridic- why, dude. But Yeah, but why didn't they get chilled like dogs? That's That goes back to the whole, what do they think about? And there you go. Yeah, what the fuck is... That was what is, your, what is our dog thinking that, about? My dog? Yeah. I told you already. You? Yeah, yeah, I think she's thinking about me. You egotistical son of a bitch. I'm just... <laughs> she's so happy when I come home and when she's like wagging her tail in her sleep. That on. is every dog. When I go home, my dog's going to be stoked. And two minutes later, you know what he's going to want to do? Not even two minutes. Probably 20 seconds. He's going to want to go outside and take a piss. Now, does he need to take a piss because he's so excited to see me? Or does he need to take a piss because he's got pissed and he's excited to see me because I'll let him out to take a piss? My dog gets the ball afterwards and wants to play. No. Mine's over there sleeping My dog's too big to play ball in the house. Well. (laughs) All right, my turn. Also, that was a silly question that evolved into like a really interesting conversation, honestly. Yeah, no, that was great. Yeah. Okay, I've got a question. If a clone of you existed, would you love it, hate it, have sex with it, ignore it, kill it? What would you do? I, this answer has changed throughout my life. Wait, would you kill it? Yeah. (laughs) Love it? Hate it? Ignore it? What, you know, the whole spectrum. Like, what would you do if a clone of you existed? Oh, you said fuck it. Or fuck it. I don't know why, but when I was like... I'm not trying to fuck myself. That's weird. (laughs) I don't know why, but when I was like really young, like, I don't know, I want to say like 12, I was like, yeah, I'd fuck a clone of me. I'll admit that right now. (laughs) Damn, dude, that's brutal for a 12-year-old. I know, isn't that weird? But like now... 12-year-old me my bitch. Now I'm like, man, I might kill a clone of myself. And does that mean I hate myself? But if there's a clone of you... How do you know that you're not the clone? Who's the original? Yeah. yeah. Well, I know. This go but ah, but, <laughs> but see, do you though? In My Hero Academia, there's a villain who can create clones of himself, but then that causes like severe mental trauma for him because he's not actually sure that he wasn't created by one of the clones that he created. So how do you actually know? Because okay, here's a question for you about your clones. Does your clone have all of your memories? Uh, I would say... Is he a clone just in form, but not in experience? I would say it depends. It's your question. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I'm, I think it could go either way. I think it depends on the scenario. Like my scenario doesn't spell that out as deeply. I just know there's a clone of me in front of me right now in my life. Right now, I'm not going to accept it into my life. I'm going to kill it. I'm going to hide the body. That's what I'm going to do. I'll admit that willingly. (laughs) I'm not going to accept this clone of me into my life. I refuse. Maybe it can go live a life on somewhere else, but not here. I like, I feel like I would create a partnership with my clone and like have him do like my dirty deeds, you know, 
But he's aware. What if he's like, fuck your dirty deeds. Do that shit yourself. Isn't I got a, a life to live. There's a Paul Rudd movie with that whole premise. There's a bunch of things with that premise. There's a Jimmy Neutron episode with that, yeah. uh, with that premise. Dude, in the Paul Rudd movie, they try to kill each other. I feel like that's probably the end result. <laughs> There's only there, oh, there can only there be one. There can only the, be one. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you probably, you could probably start off with really good intentions. Be like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know how you think. You know how I think. We'll get along. We'll be just fine, dude. Your clone might try to infiltrate your life, though. But well, what if your clone had a more successful life than you, and then you became the one trying to infiltrate their life? That's why you got to kill it. Yeah, but what if they're thinking the same thing and they're trying to kill you too? That's why you, you got to kill it right away. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know if you can kill them. They know how you think. Yeah, dude. Like what? Exactly. They know how you think. So you're like, I'm going to kill them this way. But they know you're going to ki- try and kill them that way. Not if they don't have my experiences. Maybe. But they're your clone. Do clones come with experiences? It depends. Do clone troopers... In Star Wars, carry the memories of Jango Fett? No, no. That's the whole point of the Clone Wars because they each have their own personality. So is it like that? Is that your kind of clone? Maybe. Probably. Honestly, probably. Even if... Okay, here's the thing. Even if it came with my personality set, just by being another individual, I guarantee you, and like going about a different life, because it's not going to follow me around my life and make the same decisions. There's no way. Right. Yeah, he might take Taekwondo, and then you go to kill him, and he whoops your ass. That's true. Because you've only done boxing. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. He straight puts you in an arm bar and breaks your arm. <laughs> and you're like, fuck! <laughs> My only weapon! I like to, I like to envision just like, it's a it's clone, but he's like, oh, no, I'm going to go blonde. I'm just going to change it up a little bit. <laughs> Instead of being redhead, I'm going to go blonde. Yeah like bleach blonde yeah and it's just like slightly different i'm going blonde i'm learning spanish and i'm marrying a black chick (laughs) and i've got a soul patch and you know what fuck it i'm gonna do that surgery that makes me a little taller is that like that that south park episode (laughs) oh hold up wait you don't know about this okay listeners listen there is a type of surgery you can get that's like either a hundred or a hundred and fifty thousand dollars damn and they insert these they're basically like nails into the bone of your leg and these nails are magnetic so they use magnetics to elongate the nail within your bone and then your bone grows around this nail and it you can add up to six inches of height dude that's insane six inches someone's gonna notice so imagine your clone is like sweet like what if your clone is a fucking rock star they got the money. They're like, oh, sweet. I'm about to get tall. And then they're like six inches taller than you. So they're your clone, but they're taller than you. Hold up. Wait, you can add the height. But, dude, that mass, that's not going to come with it. Like, your body's going to be way out of proportion, right? Oh, yeah. They say after you get the surgery, you can't walk around for like a year. Like, your body has <laughs> to catch up to that. And then, obviously, because I was thinking about this on the on the drive over to do the podcast. I was like, damn, if you did that, like, there are so many consequences that you don't even realize like your biology is designed like you are designed to be the size you are you fuck that up by being six inches taller like your muscle structure is going to be completely different your blood circulation is going to be way different the size of your heart the size of your organs all of those are basically tailor-made 
to work in the body in which you live. If you elongate it, you're going to fuck up so much stuff. Oh, I mean, your your lifespan. And then the, yeah. but, yeah. but yeah. before all that, I was like, well, yeah, but what if you get six inches taller, but your dick's the same size? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, sweet, I'm six inches taller, but my dick ain't no bigger. Still rocking with what I got. Yep. Like, what if you're walking, like, what if you learn you have a clone and then you confront him and he's six inches taller, blonde, got a black wife, rock star, and, and, he, took, and, and, he, and he took Taekwondo, but his dick's the same size as yours. Are you going to kill him? Are you going to keep him around? Damn. You can't well, even I mean, Freaky Friday that. You can't even switch around with him. Okay, let me clarify. If my clone already has a fully functioning life, go. Peace be with you, man. If a clone of you existed... I'm I'm presuming that your clone has existed for some time, or are they just like popping up and it's like, oh shit, my clone just got made. I gotta ice him before he does anything productive. That's what I'm envisioning. Oh, see, I was imagining like you just came like you're walking, you're you're in Pike Place with Allison. You know, you're getting some flowers, you're getting some fresh fish. You know, you're planning a meal that you're going to be able to follow up at work and put in your staff room microwave. And then while you're down there, Pike, you just see, how tall are you? Like five, six, five, so, five. So, okay. So you run into like a six foot version of you. Looks identical. Just six foot. Damn. Smoking hot wife. Damn. And you're like, that's me. I'm and he you. And he looks down at you and he's like, ugh, that's, that's, that's old me. me. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just walk our separate ways at that see, point. I think this is already played out in Rick and Morty where you have the Citadel of Ricks and they're constantly, Ricks and Morty's and they're constantly either in a weird, different role, or they're always trying to kill each other. Yeah, so are you the Dylanist Dylan? Or are you just kind of like slightly Dylan? I don't know, man. That's a good question. Yeah, okay. are, you, are you C-137 or... See, I think I'm C-137 Ben, and I think I would definitely I, I agree. fucking I think murder my... I would yeah. murder me. Yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> fuck you, bro. There can only be one. I'm the Ben is Ben. <laughs> Actually, I don't know that, though, because if he's got a... St no, I don't know, dude. If, how stunting is his life? I might try to double it. Might try to, I might take him out and try to dual life it, but that doesn't ever work. Maybe he's the president of the Citadel of Ben's. Maybe. Who knows? What if you... What if your clone... What if you don't learn about your clone? Okay, because if a clone of you existed, we haven't talked... like. What if instead of running into your six-foot clone at Pike, you're like just watching the news and you see six-foot you just got elected as like senator of fucking, I don't know, Tennessee. You're like a Tennessee senator. Are you like, oh shit, I need to ice him and take his place, create some change in the legislation. Are you like, oh, I'm in Washington. He's in Tennessee. Fuck it. I think that the latter option Dude, at that point, we're so far away from each other. I'm just thinking like, man, I'm walking down the street. All of a sudden, naked Dylan appears in front of me. Oh, he's naked? He's naked. He's like Terminator style naked. Oh, he, does he have a bigger dick than you or the same size? I think the same size. Okay. I think it's roughly the same. Might be uncut, though. <laughs> oh, so he's not circumcised. He might be uncut. Dude, based on that ad that we read last time, he might be the superior. <laughs> we want that foreskin. He might take you out because you got no foreskin. I'm going to kill him, then steal his foreskin. 
I don't know if it works that way, dude. I'm gonna it's not a Lego. You can't plug and play. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Mr. Potato Head. You just can't pop the part off. Wait, so would you guys kill your clones or not? In that yeah, I would. Absolutely. I was thinking so, but I don't know, dude. It depends. If, if I have to confront a six-foot me, I don't know, dude. I might bitch out. If I'm coming, like, seriously, if, 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 I'm, if I'm asking myself the same questions that I'm asking you, 5'8". I come up on a 6-2 version of me. There's no way. I might leave. I know how intense I am. A six-foot version of me, but he's not going to have a six-foot reach. And I know them legs is going to be weak because I know the surgery he got. I don't know, dude. <laughs> See, this is where I'm thinking. Exact carbon copy? Yeah, I got to take him out. I, I, can't, I, I can't trust him. I don't know what he's, <laughs> his motivations are. We might think similarly, but it's not to say that he can't choose a different path. But what if you can use him? What well, if you two that was can? My al- original thought. I know a yeah. line, like, but yeah. what kind of alliance? Like, if you aligned with your clone, what does that look like? I don't know. Man, I would love to say that my clone and I were would work together, but I just think I'd get annoyed with myself. Brutally honest, there. That is the brutally honest answer. I'm often annoyed by myself and <laughs> constantly critiquing myself, so I'd probably just critique the shit I'm out. Shit, my clone would probably get sick of me critiquing it. And <laughs> I would kill you. <laughs> it kill fucking it kill me, yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's like one of maybe it's one of two options. It's like either we kill each other in some way, shape, or form, or one of us has to go live off in solitude. Or like in somewhere around else in the world. It's like those are the two options. So it's like path one, you can go live your life somewhere else in the world. You can't have my life. You can go live yours. Path two, mutually assured destruction. So wait, is your clone coming to you and they're like, hey, what's up, bro? So you have a choice. You can go live off in some other fucking place and do your thing and it's chill and I'm taking over your life. Or we're duking it out to the death. Best Matt wins. Lego. I like, I, yeah, I kind of like that. Like there's, there's two paths. Yeah. You choose. Hmm. Because I yeah, if, if if he's completely aware of everything, he's probably gonna just be like, "Oh, you got a pretty sweet setup. Let me swoop on in here." Good question though. Really Damn, question. see, but Man. I I feel like my head's in the gutter, but I just gotta keep going with it because I, I I get more questions thinking about this. Are you gonna fuck your clone? No, but what if you <laughs> what if you tag team and you have a three way with your clone? So you're you're running a train on some really sexy chick. I would feel most comfortable running a train with me. I mean, <laughs> cuz you automatically just know the other dude would be like down with it. Same, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's not about the other dude's down with it. It's like same anything dick size. that anything that I'm self-conscious about, my clone is self-conscious about. That's what I'm right. saying. Like he, he knows. Yeah, yeah he yeah, knows no, every. He knows. Like they know everything. They're down for all the same shit. There's no like. It's not weird. It's like okay, okay, you're down for that. Then it's just a battle. Like who's who's getting what spot? Then that might turn into okay. So I might kill him because <laughs> if I don't get the spot I want, all paths lead to death or destruction. Damn it! I'm trying to think how can we coexist, but it doesn't seem possible. I don't think so. Sex was the closest way, but still not. Damn. I would still lead to violence. <laughs> well, that was a good round three. Yeah. All paths lead to sex and then death. <laughs> I guess so. 
How'd you even come up with that question? That's a I, good question. I though. said that I've been thinking about that since I was little. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> this is why I'm annoyed with myself. <laughs> if I ran into me, would I fuck him or kill him? <laughs> Those are the two options. Well, his options were kill it, love it, hate it, ignore it. Or fuck it. Or fuck it. Love it's just like a brotherly love. Yeah, okay. So if you ran into your clone, why wouldn't that function in the same capacity as like having a twin? Nope. I don't know. Nope, nope, nope. Why not? I just don't. I just, maybe it could. I ain't running a train with a twin if I have one. No? I don't know. I, I don't have a twin, so I really don't fucking know. Yeah. Hannah was like, I'm going upstairs. <laughs> Y'all are getting weird. This is fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. A little preemptive there. Okay. We'll, we'll call that a wrap on round three. Dylan, great question to end the round. <laughs> Hi, friends. Have you been working that long shift punching the clock at corporate hell? Is lunchtime your only slice of heaven? Well, don't be bullied into that cold sandwich or yogurt. You deserve a nice heaping help of last night's culinary delights. Yummy. With the break room microwave, you can do just that. Enjoy that spaghetti from last week, that meatloaf from last night, or even a warmed-up hard-boiled egg for breakfast. The break room microwave lets you take a trip to Flavortown, and nobody's going to have the balls to stop you. Be like Joffrey and bring in that fast, casual Indian food. Or maybe be like Milton from HR and bring in that two-day-old fresh catch as your lunch of choice. Either way, that break room microwave is here for you. So next time you're feeling down, bring that stinky shit to work. Treat your taste buds. Yeah, fuck your coworkers. Mount Draftmore. Yeah, yeah, it's the fourth round, babies. Round four. Dylan, last pick. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I think this is the one I want. Oh, I'm torn, actually, between two different ones. So one question is, which dystopia is the most preferable version for you? Or what is your best, what is your most preferable horror movie death for you personally? I think I will go for the latter so one. So is this like, is how do you want to die? Yeah. Okay. So I I think best horror movie death for you personally, and please reference a horror film. Um uh so for me, oof, man. You know what? I think like cool death could be getting eaten by a T Rex from Jurassic Park. That's like cool death, but not the guy on the toilet. Okay, not the guy on the toilet who runs from the T-Rex and hides in the bathroom and the T-Rex finds him. No. That's that's not that's not cool. I'm thinking about the the guy in in the Lost uh what is it? The second one? The Lost World? Yeah. And he yeah. gets ripped in half by the two T-Rexes. Oh, dude, that's brutal <laughs> because he's saving his friends. Yeah. It's a noble death. He's in the Mercedes, gets the roof stomped in, ripped out ripped out of the Mercedes, and then ripped in two. Yeah. So, I don't know. It seems like a pretty quick death. Like, 
It, it didn't seem like it, he lingered in pain. It happened, it sucked for a second, and then he was probably dead, right? But it was. I don't know, dude. I bet it'd be painful. God, that would hurt. Pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Now, does this have to be specifically from like a horror movie or just like a horrific. I don't know that way. Jurassic Park's a horror movie. It's not though. a horror movie. No, it's, it's kind of a horror movie. It's just movie, more though. of an action movie. I don't know. That's pretty horrific, dude. Well, how about we'll just broaden this out? Like, if you had to choose a horrific way to die, what way would you choose? Is that pretty fair? Uh, I guess yeah. it's a little bit more fun, though. Okay, I think with okay. the horror movie spin. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you know, if it's gonna be, you know, an exaggerated death. Yeah, yeah, that might be scary in nature. How mm-hmm. would you choose it? Yeah. Oh boy, that's a good question. Um, man, that is a good question. How would I, how would I choose to have a go? I definitely don't want any kind of like drowning or burning alive because that's the worst. Um, hmm. while you think, yeah, I don't watch a lot of horror movies. Yeah. Um, so I actually would opt for the drowning. The drowning? You yeah. would? Yeah. Because drowning's painless. Is it really? Yeah. It's it's terrifying in the moment, but it's actually supposed to be really, really soft to let go. Whereas burning, burning would be absolutely horrifying because you have the pain from the burn mm-hmm. and the pain is going to cause you to black out. Yeah. And then you're going to die after you black out. That seems shitty. Or depending on what type of fire you're in, you're going to black out from smoke inhalation, which would be preferable to like passing out from pain. But no matter what with water, you're just breathing in water. Lack of oxygen is going to shut your brain off. And it's just a float away. A float away. Yeah. I think I might go with the. Uh Getting thrown out of like a building or like a plane or something like that. Oh, yeah. Jesus what, Christ, dude! But when you hit the ground, it's instant. It's instant. Yeah, but that whole fall is like nothing but anxiety, terror. Like holy shit! Or reverse that. It could be the ultimate moment to let go of everything, right? Well, that's what I'm almost thinking of. Like you know, there's nothing that's gonna. You're, you know, in the first like couple seconds, you're like, oh my god, this is actually happening. But then you have to figure as you're going down. You probably have to come to grips with it pretty darn quick and realize there's nothing that's going to save me here. And then it is painless because it's over in an instant. So it, that's kind of like an introspective one, I guess. Yeah. Like it gives you the most opportunities to, to like comprehend what's happening. I like that. You know, even though it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't want to be like carved or cut up by anything. No. No, that's like like any kind of like Freddy or Jason. I don't want to be serial kind of killed. Like, you know, Michael Myers, definitely don't want any of that. Don't want anything to do with Saw or Hostile. No. That all seems horrific. Losing serial limbs killing. or yeah, like no. bleeding to death. No, thanks. I Yeah, I don't know. I want something quick. That's why I chose the dinosaurs, but even that almost seems too... Like, getting eaten alive, I've been thinking about that lately. That sounds <laughs> horrible. Horrible. Well, and think about it, like, in theory, because this happens in war, you could have, like, your lower half blown off, and you could still be conscious and alive. Yeah. Until you bleed out. That's true. Like, that's some, like, Saving Private Ryan kind of stuff. Ooh. 
Nice. Yeah. There's some terrible ways to go. <laughs> there are. I mean, getting shot in the head would be ridiculously quick. That's true. Like stupid quick. I don't know good horror movie deaths. It's always involving stabbing or like They're slashing. So brutal. They are. Electrocution. Like even getting cut in half by a lightsaber would suck. Yeah. That would be a shitty way to die. Anything with a lightsaber, really. <sighs> Dude, because not only are you like... Unless a decapitation, that's got to be pretty quick. It would... Yeah, that's true. It would cauterize your wound, which would at least stop the bleeding. But man, then you've got these like gnarly third degree burns. Oh, I mean, that's why Maul was so pissed off. <laughs> got straight up got cut in half. Yeah. Well, hey, come on. He had it coming. He, he should know. He should take responsibility for that. But I feel like, you know, like Mace Window, although, you know, I still like to think he's still alive. But Un- yeah, he didn't. He didn't die on screen. He didn't die on screen. But in his case, you know, he's got electrocuted, got thrown out a window. If he did die, it probably was pretty quick. Yeah, I always think about that too. I think Dude, he's still alive. He's got to be. They're yeah. gonna bring him back. Dave Filoni will be like, "Come on, I'm saving that. It's my back pocket." Bringing who back? Mace Windu. Oh, also the uh, the whole like buried alive that one scares the shit out of me that would be the worst yeah that, that would be the worst yeah. one fuck that where you're just like gasping for air because like in drowning yeah you're right it's just kind of like yeah, yeah it's like i'm just gonna go sleep now mm-hmm. but if you're like buried alive you're like <gasps> no thanks nope hard pass yeah so not like in kill bill where she just like punches her way out very slowly oh yeah the one inch punch bruce yeah. lee hell yeah shit makes no sense even if she started cracking through the coffin that she's in, she has to get through all that dirt. Six feet. That's a lot of dirt. Okay, like, cool. You're laying on your back. You have this much room. You break a hole in there. Dirt's going to start coming in. You're already limited in oxygen. How the fuck, like, how are you going to rip the wood down? Where are you going to put the... And your light's out now, too. You can't see. Yeah, where are you going to put the displaced wood from the coffin... And every time you move wood out from above you, you get hit with more dirt. That shit don't work. Fuck you, Quentin Tarantino. I hate you for that shit. That did not make any sense. What a dumb thing to put in a movie. It doesn't work. It, it, it don't work. That would be the worst way to go. The only way that would have made sense is if like she was put in the coffin and it was like above ground. And then she busted out of that. Even that wouldn't have made sense. Yeah, that's a, that's a little bit of a plot hole. Good question, though. Good question. Uh, my last question is, do you think there are real, like, superheroes or mutants that live among us? So this is kind of related to your God question, but I'm thinking more of, like, is there, like, somebody like Peter Parker or Steve Rogers that exists currently? No. And we just don't know about it? No. I'm going to say no. You don't think so? Mm-mm. No, because that power is too great for any one person to keep under wraps. I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't care what the power is either. I feel like just about anyone would utilize that power. Like, do Well, and also, like, this is kind of a, a bit of a related thing, but, like, where where did the inspiration for these superheroes come from, you know? Our imagination. Imagination. Because, like, Stan Lee always thought that, like, you know, superhumans in some way, shape, or form existed in some point. Like, 
Do they? Have they ever? I think that they're they're probably like humans with super athletic abilities or like mm-hmm. really good eyesight or things like that. You know, just occasionally the above, like the top tier, you know, but like superhuman. I don't know about that. That seems I don't know, like mutants. The mutants exist. The one thing I can say is like, okay, going back, like stories about Achilles, for example, you know, maybe that dude was just a super awesome warrior, right? Or maybe, uh, maybe he was a superhuman, or like, like Moses. I don't know. Was he like a real dude? But obviously, like, did he have some kind of abilities? I don't know. Dude, Moses is shady. He he was like, let me go up to this mountaintop alone. I'll bring that shit back down. But then, I mean, supposedly part of the Red Sea. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know? Is he a waterbender? (laughs) Oh, but that is a misinterpretation of the Bible, the Red Sea. Yeah. It's a misinterpretation. Oh, okay. So it's a mistranslation, I should say. So it actually, I don't know, may not have been like that big of a deal, like crossing it. Mm Mm-hmm. The Red Sea was a metaphor for his lady. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, but some of the things that have happened in human history, it's like, I don't know. Like, for example, Stonehenge. How did that happen? That's true. It's a Stargate based on uh, conspiracies that we've covered in the past. Stargate to the moon. And potentially other places. Or like some of the, the top snipers in military history. Like, did they just... Have superhuman abilities? I don't know. I don't know, dude. As a PE teacher that assesses standards, I think they just uh, really worked that skill and yeah. became proficient in it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Or like Einstein or people like that, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? He just worked really hard. Who knows? I like to think that superheroes exist somewhere. It would be really cool. At some point in human history. I'd be pissed. What are you talking about? It'd be cool. I'd be so jealous. I don't have any problem being honest with everyone who's listening. I would be fucking furious if super people came out of the woodworks. I'd be like, what the fuck? How did I not get endowed with this awesome power? Any of it. I don't care what it is. Would you support genocide against the superheroes? That is, you didn't, you asked for best horror movie deaths, not for genocide against superheroes. No, but I would probably be all in favor of like a superhero registration act, like in Civil War in the comics. I think that's actually fair. Yeah, like if you've got superpowers, we need to know who the fuck you are, where the fuck you you are, what the fuck you can do. There's way too many unknowns where if you got power, because like, what if the one person on earth is fucking Dr. Doom? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay well this dude knows magic and has a lot of access to technology or what if it's magneto we're fucked again or what if it's wanda maximoff oh, we're dude we're extra fucked mm-hmm. what if it's like a yeah, house of m and she's just like and that's why we don't have powers mm-hmm. she hasn't she hasn't declared we should have powers yet <laughs> hmm last question what you got how does the world respond to alien life being real? Dude, if it's anything like what the shit that was going on earlier in the pandemic uh, last last uh, last spring with all the alien stuff hitting the, the news circuit, you know what the world's going to do? Jack shit. 
they're going to go back to talking about stimulus che- or like uh, what's happening in Congress. And yeah, but see, in my scenario, it's not like, oh, NASA has discovered alien life on such and such planet. Like, no, one day tomorrow. Actually, fuck that, because it wouldn't happen on a weekend. They wouldn't be that kind. It would be a fucking Monday or a Tuesday. <laughs> we wake up. And it's like September 11th. I don't know how much y'all remember, but I remember getting up in the morning, first week of seventh grade, might have been the second week, first or second week of seventh grade, go downstairs, every news channel, everything on the TV is talking about what's happening in New York. Everything. I can't turn it to fucking Nickelodeon. I can't go nowhere. Everybody is talking about that shit. On Monday, we wake up. I don't know about y'all. I don't watch TV in the morning. I get up. I brush nope. my teeth. I get dressed. I let op outside. I grab a couple items out of the fridge. I'm out. Yep. I don't even normally listen to anything but a podcast from a day before. I listen to the radio on the car on the way to work. So let's just presume we do that. Yep. But we walk outside and over our entire city, the whole entire city. So this is like some independent station. It's like- just one motherfucking ufo yeah and they are all over the world everywhere they're just sitting up there well that's a little bit different that's horrifying that's what i'm saying like how does the world respond to alien life being real when it is boom right there next morning like oh shit i'm probably staying home. i'm calling in sick that day because you know is why? anyone even at school to answer the phone <laughs> is smart find express even running at that point are any subs taking jobs <laughs> I think there's kind of like a logical path that happens. It's like first, like all the political leadership all around the world, like the UN's going to be like, all right, we're going to send kind of like a, uh, some kind of emissary. Like we're going to, we're going to send some, something up there. Right. We're going to try to figure out what's going on. Right. It's going to be all peaceful in nature and be like, Hey, this is us. This is humankind. Why are you here? What do you need? Right. But if you don't hear anything from the aliens or for some reason the aliens make maybe misinterpret something or other, that's when I think it becomes like scramble some jets and we're going to fire at this fucking thing. And that's going to happen all over the world. And then there's going to be a retaliatory action. It's going to be all like World War Z. And then everybody's going to be doing, you know, Red Dawn fluck into the woods. That's what's going to happen. That seems fair. Yeah. Like peaceful at first and then like we're going to jump the gun by misinterpreting things. Yeah. That seems pretty up. That seems realistic for humanity. Although I don't know. I mean, there's also the chance that humanity might not fuck it up because I don't know. It's like that story of the Soviet guy who like could have pressed the button to launch the nuclear warheads because he saw that like uh, it was it was uh, something with the system went uh, haywire, right? But he thought like, no, I bet I better not, and didn't press the button. You know. I I have a little bit of faith in humanity still, I think, because of that story. Like, maybe not. Maybe the people in charge of those situations would not jump the gun. Okay, so you've answered how the world responds, but you are members in the world. How do you respond? How would I respond? How do you respond? You walk outside that door right <laughs> over there, and you're like, damn, it's kind of dark. Oh, what the fuck? No sky. You don't even see sky, bro. You just see a giant craft up there floating. I feel like actually conventional wisdom would be like, all right, got to grab all my stuff, grab my people. We got to get out of here, 
right? That would be conventionalism. But I'd almost think like, maybe you should just stay put because everybody's going to leave, you know? Uh-huh. So I don't know. It's, it's one of those two things, right? Either you follow the herd and like everybody's going to be, you know, rolling, run to the mountains or something. Or do you just stay and just be like, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's tough. I don't know. I mean, I hate traffic, so I might stay. Because you know the freeways are going to be backed up. It's yeah. like every apocalypse movie. And then you're even more vulnerable. Whereas at least I've got some freedom of movement in and around my house. Maybe you do like an I Am Legend kind of thing. Start barricading the doors in here and be like, all right, yeah, here we go. Thinking like, man, in an apocalyptic scenario, the first thing I might do is build a perimeter fence with barbed wire around my yard. You got to protect what's yours. So you have woken up. You've walked outside on your way to work with your leather bag. You got your fancy shoes on. I know how you dress. You got your, <laughs> you got your shirt tucked in. You're looking all teacher-like. You walk outside. You look up. You see a spacecraft. And you're like, oh, shit. I got to fortify my perimeter. So are you going to Home Depot? Like, where are you going to get your barbed wire? Yeah, like, I might go down to Home Depot. I might steal some shit from my neighbor's compound. They have a school bus in their in their uh, yard. Well, what makes you think they're not already hiding out in the school bus? They might shoot everybody you yeah. see in this alien spacecraft at the same around the same time. I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, if my neighbors leave, I'm taking some shit and I'm going to use it to repurpose my house. Sorry, neighbors. This is an extreme scenario. I will not do it in an, under normal circumstances. What would you do? I would fucking freak out for one. <laughs> I would have like a massive anxiety attack. Like, oh my God, we are all going to die. And then it depends. Like, Anisha technically will have left already. So there's a chance that I am woken up by her and she's freaking out. Which would probably put me into like, I don't know about y- how y'all feel, but it feels like whenever An- whenever Anisha is like really stressed or really like bumming about something, like I don't get bummed. I'm not stressed. It's like I'm like the level one. So if she came in freaking out, I'd be like, yo, it's okay. It's chill. Like, let's be rational. Like, it might be cool aliens. <laughs> right. Now, if she's gone, I'm freaking the fuck out. Yep. I'm like, oh my God, I'm alone. What am I going to do? Oh, man, see, I don't want to say that I would leave, but I probably would try to leave. I don't think I would hunker down. Yeah. I don't think I got the balls to hunker down because I'm too close to Seattle and I've seen way too much. Indep- I've seen Independence Day way too many times. I'd be freaked out. I'd be like, shit, they're going to level this whole city and I am too close. You're in the radius. And I'm also thinking like this craft is so big. Like it's all you see. Like it is miles wide. Like, it is just beyond our ability to comprehend how big this spacecraft yeah. is. So thinking about that, it's like, dude, they could just level anything. I got to get the fuck out of here. I've got an idea. Okay, here's what we have to do. We have to commandeer a small craft to take us to one of the fuck you islands out in the Puget Sound. Damn it. And we have to take some stuff with us. Not like, Bain, not, not like obviously not Bainbridge. Uh, not like the San Juans. Those are two... That's the obvious choice. Talking about the islands with like Oprah's mansion and shit out there. Or do yeah, we, but islands you're stuck on. You, you are, are stuck on an island. You are, but if you take some supplies, some gasoline, a boat, like you can ferry yourself to and from 
important sources. Or do you go out to like the, you know, the, the Olympic National Forest there and you like secretly we've been building a cabin out there for a while, like a little secret forestry compound. Have you been doing this already? It's not no. secret anymore. No. Sorry. Yeah, well, well no, ignore that. Well, this ain't going to work. Yeah. This is being thrust upon you. You don't have a, a secret shack unless you already got one. No, I don't got a secret I got shack. a van. I got the van. I don't know if I'm going to go to the Olympic Peninsula, though. Yeah. I don't know that I'm going to go closer to the ocean. I think I might go further from the ocean. So more inland? Like, that craft is so big. Let's hypothetically say they blast the fuck out of Seattle. I mean, that blast is going to do something to the ocean. It's going to do something to the water. Yeah. Good point. Like, it could, that could cause some tsunami type shit. We're right on a fault line. It could cause the fault line to start going crazy. Now we're really fucked. Hightailing east. I feel like the, the idea of getting emergency supplies sounds good, but we're in such a population-dense area. Shit, you might think, like, I'm going to go to the gas station and pick some stuff up. Everybody else is. That is idea. not an original yeah. thought. So many people are going to go do that same thing. But I think you guys are right. If you try to leave... Everybody else is doing the you're same sitting, thing. You're sitting in traffic. Yep. I think that's why you got to risk not leaving for a little while and then leave. Man. Because you, you got to imagine, too, when you're getting up, you're right on the cusp of rush hour, too. Yeah. Yep. You're right on that cusp already. So rush hour is already, already sucks there on a normal day. Yeah. And traffic sucks all day on a normal day. Yep. Doesn't matter what time of day. So, I mean, this is just going to be even worse. But are people okay? But if you walk out of your house, craft above you, if people have families, right, are they going to go through the trouble of getting all of their family together to leave? Or are they going to think like, oh shit, everyone else is going to be trying to leave. We all need to hunker down. Because you might actually end up having the inverse where there's nobody out. Everyone's like, oh shit, hunker down. Well, maybe there we might need to meerkat this shit. Hide out. There might be a government broadcast like, stay inside. That's true. If there was a government broadcast, half of people at least are going to be like, this is a government cover up. Yeah, that craft is made by the government. Yep, they're trying to control us. They're trying to control us. So it's that's another, maybe that's another thing to also keep you at home, which is like I don't want to deal with all, all the crazy people that are out and about. See, cause I'm thinking like, how would the world respond? I think my next door neighbors would definitely be shooting fireworks up at it. <laughs> they shoot fireworks for the dumbest shit. I could see them shooting fireworks at a UFO. I see a lot of dumb things happening. Yeah, I can see people pulling out guns, trying to shoot up in the sky. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> I do think that there would be like overall though, like some kind of coordinated UN, like all right, all the nations of the world. This is the one thing where it's like, okay, we have a common thing that's going on, dude. I think it would collapse everything. I think everything would be ruined. Everything that we have built our world upon would be completely shocked, shaken, just broken. Every religion, done. Off the table. Like, every, like, nope. It's all in question now. You have every religious person on the planet having an existential crisis about what their religion means to them in that moment. That's terrifying. 
religious people are fucking crazy, especially when they're going through crisis. Yeah, that's pretty horrifying. Like, you think people's morals are going to, like, be upheld if a UFO shows up one morning? (laughs) Fuck no. It's kind of why I want to... You're talking about going to your neighbors and stealing shit from them. (laughs) Your neighbors might storm your house and be like, give us your dog. We're hungry. Oh, my God. That's horrifying. You live across the street from a school. If I was you, I might be like, dude, I'm going to go try and take over the school. (laughs) Good resource center. I might try to go barricade myself in the gym or some shit. Yeah, a school might be a good compound. And you can lock it down pretty easy. The only issue is getting in schools is difficult now with like the locks and stuff on the doors. Windows break, baby. But then I guess you can board up the window. It's fine. You break in a classroom, go to the gym. And yeah, there's no windows in the gym, right? So if you have a little light, a little candle, no one's going to notice. So they won't know you're there. You could probably even have a little fire in the middle of the gym, and that would be okay, too. Oh, yeah. That's actually a good idea. Gym. It's even better, though, if you can find one of them fallouts, uh, like fallout. um, Fallout shelter? Yeah, fallout shelter. Man, I don't even know where one would be. I haven't seen one in so long. in your backyard underground. Those were all over St. Louis. There was one in my church. I think it's more of a up. Midwestern thing because of tornadoes and whatnot. We don't really have them up here. No, we just have tsunami safe zones, which is just like get to the fucking high ground. Damn. <laughs> yeah, no duh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm like, I'm really thinking about this question. How would the world respond? Uh, panic. Yeah. The markets would be nothing. They would crash. Every market would crash. Oh, the global economy would be. Be crazy. trash. People would be looting like crazy. Oh, Absolutely. People would be trying to steal money, but money would have no value anymore. Which yep. country would shoot a nuke at it first? Us. Us. We would shoot. I bet you we shoot a nuke at it in the first three hours. Damn. And that's being generous. Like, it might happen in the first 20 minutes. Like, you're talking about sending an emissary there? I don't think that's happening. Nope, because I think, our, like, we were talking earlier, generals. Generals keep us out of a lot of shit. But I feel like they would be the ones who are like, uh, there's no fucking common ground here, and they don't speak our language. Like Attack before being attacked. And there's also like that, we might not shoot a nuke. They came here from somewhere else. Think of how mind-blown we would all be. We would be mind-fucked straight up. Yeah. Like, yeah. How, where, did, where did they come from? How the fuck did they get here? Why are they here? Holy shit, that craft is bigger than the sky, bro. Dude. Like, I see a craft... And in the distance, I can see Mount Rainier. Wow. It dwarfs that mountain. Mm-hmm. You know what I think about is uh, District 9. At the end of District 9, they leave in their spaceship, don't they? I don't think... Uh, I have only seen that once, and it was so long ago. Yeah. I thought they left. And so I'm thinking, like, man, what, what the fuck? What if they come back? Is that the one where the guy turns into one of them? Yeah. Okay. Anyway... I was I thinking like, like, well, what if they come back and then they're pissed? You that's why I see like an Independence Day scenario. But but what if it's not like that? What if they just, they show up, we all freak out, governments try to shoot, like a bunch of different governments yeah. try to shoot nukes at it. And the nukes either just bounce off or they blow up up there and it does nothing. It causes some fallout on us underneath. And they just sit there. Like what if they just chilled up there for decades 
and never came out. They just floated up there. And we're just living underneath them and like, oh, shit. And then after a couple generations, like when we're, they show up tomorrow, or they show up on Monday. We're all in our 30s. You 30 yet? Not yet, no. You're almost 30. I mean, like 28, but yeah. You're almost yeah, there. You're yeah, closer, closer to 30 enough, than yeah. 20. Okay, so 28, 30-something-year-olds. Okay. Let's say they just sit up there until we're like 70 or 80. We don't even see them. They're just sitting. And then after that, then they start <laughs> letting some of their some of their people down. And our young kids, they've grown up with them up there. Yep. They're just like, oh, yep, they're there. Whatever. That sounds weird sounds terrifying yeah it would be decades of fear yeah <laughs> like oh my god <laughs> they're coming down someday well but i feel like eventually the earth would just move on like eventually and then when they come down like you're saying that is when the fear would take hold right? i feel like the fear would be constant you would always fear that they're going to come down would there ever be a moment where you feel relieved if they're just sitting up there above you well, not if they're blocking everything out. I mean, maybe I'll uh, let like a hypoth- I mean, it's a hypothetical. Let's say everything still works. You can still fly shit. Can't launch any new satellites. No missions to space. But everything else is there. You can fly. I don't know. Actually, could you fly? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah think so i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't know how low this thing is in this scenario that i've created well it's horrifying to yes. say the least i think we can all agree on that oh my god and on that note i think it's time to make 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 their case be logical and clear gotta be logical when we're talking about the fear of aliens coming down (laughs) fracturing the this awesome society that we've all built in which you're listening to this podcast yeah like we we don't get to bring you a podcast if there's aliens nope very true or maybe we just change the podcast to is it like pirate radio what's up above (laughs) <laughs> on today's issue of nothing's changed nothing has changed the same shit is still up there i'm freaking out i am a fucking wreck <laughs> i am now a proud owner of depends costco special dylan you got to make a case you ready yeah all right i have what existed before the universe or before god why do we exist if a clone of you existed would you love it hate it fuck it kill it uh, and best horror movie death or horrific death for you personally. Um, I don't know how to defend these other than saying like a lot of these are just purely, actually every single one of these is purely existential, right? And and a, a lot of it just has to do with the inner workings of our own psyche or how we feel about ourselves or our existence and the existence of the universe. And I'm not quite sure how to defend that, honestly. (laughs) Uh, I think they were interesting and thought-provoking questions. And I would say, vote for me if you were also 
thought provoked, if I provoked your thought, if I probed your mind a little bit, did I probe you? Did I probe you? Did you probe your clone? Did I probe you? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Your six foot clone. (laughs) It was blonde. (laughs) (laughs) But they, they got the leg extension. So their, their, their arms were still tiny. They're living their best life. It just makes me think of that South Park episode where Kyle, like, Kyle turns black and he, he gets like the height extensions. <laughs> he gets everything. He's like, yep. don't they put like balls in his knees or something? Like <laughs> yeah, that? Mr. Garrison's yeah. balls actually. <laughs> nice. Nice. Sorry, we took some of your time. Oh, I had nothing You want to tell him to vote for you? I already said it. Okay. Matt, you ready? Yep. Woo! I don't know why I've done that twice in a row, but okay. Uh, So to recap, I have uh, what happens after we die? Why do we dream? What does my dog think about? And then do superheroes exist? I also, in hindsight, I probably should have reframed that last question to, do you think superheroes will ever exist? That should have been how I framed that. But hey, hindsight's 2020. In any case, what happens after we die? That's, That's the question that's been asked by civilizations since the dawn of man, right? They've been trying to theorize and conceptualize what happens after death. Do we go into another plane of existence? Does our soul do anything? Who knows? I mean, religions are based off of this. Uh, why do we dream? Man, I'm just really curious about this. Like, you sleep for, on average, seven, eight hours a day. Well, but your mind doesn't turn off. And then sometimes you have the most, like, weird-ass dreams. Like, real, like creatures, nightmares, experiences, emotions, feelings, desires. Who knows? uh what does my dog think about yeah i'm really curious about this too dogs are incredibly smart and they've been man's best friend for millennium right like what do they think about obviously base level stuff but they gotta think about more than that because they're very smart they understand commands and understand our human language and understand like emotions and when to prompt us when like in need of medical support and things like that like there are rescue dogs and service dogs for a reason but what do they think about and then do superheroes exist I don't know. Are there metahumans? Are there mutants? I don't know. Vote for me. Top provoking questions. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I should have reframed it to will they ever exist? Will, is there another plane of like, will humans ever evolve to a further existence? You know? I would say yes, we'll force yeah. ourselves to evolve. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be like cybernetic beings. Yeah. The second we can have bionic eyes, I'm in. Let's go. Uh, I, I wish I could fix my vision. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, I mean, my eye, my eyesight's great, but just imagining even better. Well, fuck you. Like rub ac- it in. Actually, zooming. I rub it in with Anisha all the time. Has them glasses wearing? Yep. I don't know that life. Contacts. I don't know that frustration. What if God was one of us? Seriously, if God was one of us, would he? He or she be the same or would they get tired of us super quick? I mean, yeah, the idea is like Jesus is God or kind of some weird roundabout way of that. But he was also alive when you couldn't wipe your ass with toilet paper. So, I mean, there's a lot of like modern amenities that might change God's outlook on living as a person. And also people suck, especially in 2021. Is God just going to be like, ooh, Thanos. It's done. Let's start over. I don't know, man. What if God was one of us? The best question in my lineup. Why didn't Dumbledore use the time turner to kill Voldemort? I'm serious. Why the fuck did he not use the time turner? (laughs) 
Like, <laughs> you, JK, you added the time Plot turner hole. in the third movie and you didn't bring it back? Come on now. Third movie, third book. You got seven books. No, not even, didn't even utter it again. Plot hole. That's bogus. Get that shit out of here. Did we create math or did we discover math? Seriously, is there an answer to that? If math dictates the universe, is it a discovery? But then mathematicians are the ones who make the formulas and all that? I don't know. Vote for me. How does the world respond to alien life being real? Chaos. That's my answer. But what's your answer? Vote for me. Let us know on the social medias. Vote for me. (laughs) I never say vote for me, so I wanted to just keep saying it. Okay. Well, that feels like it was a fun draft. That was a good one to cut in half. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, definitely. Y'all, the best thing that you can do for us, if you like the show, is to share. Share this with your loved ones, with your friends, with the people that you kind of know. You know, that arm's length know on social media is like, hey, I friended you. I remember you from 10 years ago, but I don't ever talk to you. You know how you can talk to them? Share our podcast with them. Then they'll know what you're into. Say hey to Joffrey in the break room. <laughs> yeah, let yeah. let Joffrey know that you really appreciate him bringing in that you know fast fast casual, casual Indian, Indian food, food to yeah. heat up in the microwave yeah. so that everyone could smell that later. Yes. We're not saying that the food doesn't taste good; it just kind of smells a little off. You know yeah. what we're talking about. Sometimes yeah. people bring in day old tuna and heat it up in the microwave. Fresh Whatever. catches, it's yeah. all good. Fresh catch that's two days old. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Please let us know what you thought of the episode on the social medias. I'd be on Twitter at Draftmore. Uh, Facebook at Mount Draftmore. And on Instagram, uh, search Mount Draftmore. Also, if you have, again, if you have any dreams that you'd like to share, you can shoot us those via email, mountdraftmore at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Again, please, if you like the show, share. You don't also... You also don't have to share just this episode. You can share any of our past episodes. We appreciate it all. And of course, we'll see you here next week on Mount Draftmore. Thanks for listening. Take care, y'all. Peace.